Hey, Faith Mamas. I am so excited. We are back for another uh, Sunday coffee chat, but this one is super special because it's the first one of 2022. Woohoo! I'm excited that we are having the first Sunday coffee chat of 2022. And this one is going to be a super special one because we are going to be joined with my sister in Christ, Lanita. And if y'all know her, y'all love her. Okay. Let's just say like that. But she's going to be talking to us about planning today and not just any kind of planning, but a God-centered life planning. And so if that sounds like something you're interested in, then you're absolutely in the right spot. And we will jump in right after this intro. Here we go. Welcome to the Faith Mamas Tribe podcast, where we connect with Christ and community through real conversation. And guess what? No topic is off the table. I'm Dominique. And I'm Janice, and we're just two real moms who are excited to be with you on this journey. So grab your coffee or your tea and let's chat, sis, and see where God leads us. And welcome to the tribe. I mean, that music has some awesome flow to it. Maybe it's just me. Y'all, I'm excited to bring my sister Lenita onto the screen. Before I do, I got to show y'all these. So you might not be able to see them, but I just want to put them up on the screen. These are some of the amazing plans that Lenita has shared in the Faith Mamas Tribe. And I knew that we just had to bring her on um, today because like, it's just, what she does is awesome. At least I'm just... I don't even have any words. So let me go ahead and bring her on the screen. Hey, sis. Hey, hey. (laughs) How are you doing this morning? I am doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I see Anita in the comments. She says, happy new year. Can you believe it's a new year? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Hey, Anita. (laughs) D-Note. in the building. D-Note. I can't believe it's the new year. And I'm... It's one of the reasons I'm really excited to talk to you because I think a lot of times we go into the new year with really good intentions. Mm -hmm. We have all the things that we want to do, or at least maybe it's just me. I have all the things that I want to do. And I was kind of sharing with you before we hit live um, that I don't plan. And I'm just like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then I throw everything up kind of like spaghetti on the wall. Um, and then I do way too much, get overwhelmed, burnt out somewhere in the middle, and then I stop. And so I'm excited to talk to you today about your kind of your structure. How do you uh, plan? What does that look like for you? So I'm going to go with my first question that I have here. I'm going to just jump right in. I mean, I figured okay. we could just jump right in. Um, but we mentioned this scripture, uh, it's Proverbs 19.21, when we were talking before we jumped on, and it says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm-hmm. And I used to think about this scripture and think, oh, I don't need to create any plans. Like, I thought that it was just like, oh, that's fine. Don't create any plans. Like, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Some people overplan, I underplan. So I was just like, oh, don't create any plans. But I realized that that's not what that scripture is saying. And it brings me to my first question is actually, how can I plan a God-centered life? Yes. Okay. And so like what you just said um, from that scripture, 
Many are the plans of a man, but it's the Lord's will that will prevail. And so that's what we have to keep in mind when we are planning. It's not that he doesn't want us to plan, but it's the priority in our planning. So how are we um, looking at our day, at our week, at our month, at our year, whatever it is that we're planning, things, trips, things for our kids, things for school, whatever it is, who's at the center of it? Okay. And so when you consult with God first on what it is that you should do, then you can actually um, know exactly the way that you're supposed to go. And when we seek him first, so everything is about seeking the Lord first. So it's that scripture, uh, Matthew 6 and 33, and then all the rest of the things will fall into place. And so when you're planning a God-centered life, you have to remember your who and you have to remember the why. And so because Jesus has given me the grace and he's given me um, the strength to live and to go on and to do all the things because we live, move and have our being because of him. If he's given me all of these things, then he's my who and he's my why I'm doing it. And so a lot of times we get caught up with the the to do list. Right. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that over there and I got to do this over there. But God wants us to be with him first. Get with him first and then um, everything else will kind of like flow and fall into place. And so um, that's the that's the main focus of um, the who and the why. So that's always important to remember. And then I think that when OK, it's like the plans of a man will, may fail. Right. And God can do all things but fail. So we need to go to him. Um, and I think that in our planning, we should plan. But then after the planning, um, we sit it all out on the table. God, this is what I want to do or whatever. Then we have to actually um, like sit with the Lord and then say, OK, you're first in my day which is why I love mornings with Jesus, because it sets us up for when the plan doesn't go as planned, right? <laughs> and so what it does is it helps us to know um, God a little bit more, which helps us know ourselves a little bit more because our identity is in him. So a lot of times we find our identity in what we do and who we're connected to and what our position at work is and who we are as a mom. So I got to do soccer practice and I got to go to basketball and I got to take them to, you know, whatever events that we got going on for our children. Um, but that's not our identity as much as we love our kids and as much as we love, you know, our jobs and some of us don't love our jobs and our businesses and things like that. Um, it has to be I sit with the Lord first so that I can become who he wants me to become in that day. And so as we like when we do mornings with Jesus, we get to read and we get to pray and we get to reflect. And that's at 6 a.m. So if it's at 6 a.m., the day hasn't even started, but it feels like we've done so much already. And so then after that, um, anything that does go awry we're able to kind of um, handle it a little bit differently because of the fruits of the spirit that are, we are learning and that are developing within us. So it doesn't matter what the plans are because God is going to prevail in all of them um, because we put him at the center and we know that um, 
what he's put within us from spending that alone time in the morning with him, or maybe it's the evening to set you up for the next day because everybody's system is different. Some people are morning people. Some people are better in the afternoon. Some people are better at nighttime. Whatever it is that time that you spend with him, it helps to fuel you for whatever plans you have put in place to be able to execute them properly and um, to be able to kind of you know, go with the flow when they don't turn out the way that you thought because you have that God, um, the center is the Lord. So because you have him at the forefront, you can, you know, kind of maneuver, bob and weave and do what you need to do. I love that. You know, one of the things that I love about your answer and just kind of your leading us, Donita says it, he, she, she said, that's so good. The who and the why. So kind of focusing on who, God, focusing on why his purposes and his plans and things like that. And it kind of, even the way you explained it made me think that the first part of our plan should be our time with him. Where is that located in our schedule? Um, That should be the first part. And I love that you said that because um, I can get to going, right? and do this and this and this. And then at the tail end of the day, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, I got to pray or, oh yeah. And maybe, you know, the tail end of the week, like, I'm like, oh, when was the last time I I even talked to God, but actually planning that into your life, like regularly. And, you know, a lot of people that join in mornings with Jesus, they enjoy it, but y'all, it's for me. Like one of the things that God uh, was showing me was like, Hey, bring some people along this journey with you because you yourself need to make a regular habit of spending time with me, as opposed to constantly going out and doing, 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 doing that you leave me for the tail end of the day or the tail end of the week or like an afterthought. And like you said, mornings with Jesus has changed my life too, because it's the, I might not know anything else that's happening in my day, but I know at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's going to be a group of sisters coming together <laughs> to study the scriptures every yeah. day. Like, I know that. And so my husband, he would say, he'll ask me, like, what's happening in your day? I said, you know, what? I really don't know. But what I do know is that at 6 a.m. Right. Um, <laughs> this is happening. And it has literally changed so much for me is just having that time. And so when I said I don't plan, I guess that is a plan is that 6 a.m. time. And it has really changed, has really changed my life. And so, like you said, putting God first, Allison says the same thing. I see it in the comments. She says, I agree. Putting him first changes everything. So you're like the way that you create a God center life is really simple. Put God first in your plans, not just in your mind, Mm -hmm. like literally in your plans, in your day, put God first. So now with that, I have another question. And my other question is, what are some tips that you have to plan your day or your week? Like, what does that look like without, and and I'm going to, I'm going to even go even deeper y'all because I can, and because I'm sitting right here so I can ask the questions. Um, but my question is like, how do you, what are tips that you have to plan your day or week where it's not congested? Like where there, you talked about white space before we came on, mm-hmm. like, should that be included in your plan? Or is that like, after you throw everything on it, then you're like, 
if I have white space, then I'll take it or should that be included? Those are my questions. Right. Okay. So I'm glad you said congested because our minds are congested with all the things, right? I got to do this. I got to do that. They need this for the kids or your husband needs that. Or I got to do this at work. I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do that. Right. And so to uncongest your mind, I have five P's. And you guys have probably heard of the five P's. So it's this is the normal one that we hear a lot. It's proper preparation prevents poor performance, right? So we got to prepare for what's to come. So in our minds, that's where all the congestion is, all of these things that I have to do. So for me, the first P is to um, put it all on the table. That's a brain dump. You probably heard of a brain dump. Um, or if you haven't, a brain dump is where you just get a sheet of paper, a notebook, a sticky, whatever, and just write down anything and everything that comes to your mind when it comes to your week ahead, your day ahead, however you plan. And so when you do that brain dump, you're able to get it all out and see it in front of you because in our minds, it's just, it's one direction, a circle. It's going in a circle back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It has no direction. So to be able to give these thoughts, these tasks, these to-dos, whatever direction, we need to take it out of our mind and get it onto paper. When you get it onto paper and you have your brain dump, you're able, you're actually able to preview it, which is the next P. When you preview, you're able to see all of the things in front of you and then know exactly um, what it is that's going on. And set, and you can begin to separate it by sections. You can get highlighters. So things that are household, um, things that are going on, maybe that's purple. And everything to do with your kids is blue. And everything to do with personal or self-care, that's pink. Um, or anything to do with work is yellow. So that's what you do with your brain dump. You highlight the colors um, and so you can coordinate and so you can see. Then when you look at those colors, um, you need to now prioritize and, and um, plug it in. So that's the third P, plug it into your schedule. Because it's one thing to see all of the things that you have to do, um, but what, what turns it into um, concrete or a just bring it to fruition is to actually plug it into your planner. So whether you're a digital planner and you're doing it in your phone or you actually have a real planner, then you can actually plug, plug it in, put it in um, whatever day it's going to be on, whether you're a daily, weekly, monthly planner, put those things in where they belong. Um, and then you have the plug. Next P, number four, is to prepare. If you said, all right, I want to go to bed. I want to wake up early for mornings with Jesus, right? That's 6 a.m. You can't go to bed at 2 a.m. and think that that's going to work out. It's not going to work out, sis. You have to prepare. So let me adjust my day so that I go to bed at a certain time so that I can wake up. So it's about um, the desired results that you want to see. And that's how you know how to prepare and how to plan for what you want. I want to be an early riser. I want to cook my kids breakfast in the morning, or I want to read to my kids at night, or I want to exercise. Whatever it is that you want to do, you got to see it first and then prepare for it. Put the things in place. 
if you want to cook breakfast, then you got to make sure that you have those ingredients available. You have to make sure that you did the grocery shopping. When are I going to do the grocery shopping? Did I print out a recipe? What are all the things that you need to put in place in order to get to that end desired goal? So that's the preparation. And the last P is to put it into action. We can plan all day, right? All the plans, all the things, but if it's still sitting in the notebook, if it's still in the planner, if it's still in your phone and you haven't acted on it, well, we're still back at one with it all on the table, but we're not putting it into to place. So that's the fifth thing. So we got put it on the table, preview it, plug it in, prepare, and then put it into action. Mm. Ma'am, ma'am. First of all, I feel like there's a book or a course or a something. I'm just glad we got it here first. But like when you drop whatever you're going to drop, we going to all just be like, here's our coin, sis. Just take it <laughs> this is amazing. So you said put it all on the table, preview it, um, prioritize it and plug it in, prepare and put it into action. And I see some things um coming out but where people are saying that the areas that they kind of are struggling with mm -hmm. um shanda says uh it's the preparation uh for part for her that's kind of the struggle area um donita said this is the year of action for her so like action is where god is really focusing her on now yeah. my question is like i'm still at step one sis like i'm at step one and i'm wondering when do you do that? Do you plan a time to to do your brain dump? Is like this a weekly practice? Um, is it a daily practice? Yeah. Um, what does that look like for you? So for me, it's um weekly. I'm a daily planner. I love planning. The the new planner that I got is the passion planner. Um, and it has a section on the left side. I should go get it. But it's a section on the left side where you it has times. So it's like from 5 a.m. down to 11 p.m. And it has what's your goal of the day, um, just all these different things to break it down on the side. And then on the right side, because I'm an avid journaler, too, it's a journaling page. And so it's like you get to see your day and plan. You can um, bring them in that that blank space over there and then you can just um kind of like see what's going on for the day. So also you got to figure out what kind of planner you are. Are you a daily planner? Are you a weekly planner? Are you a monthly planner? Um, that helps you to know like what your system needs to be. Because a lot of times we'll like get a calendar and think that that's going to work. Or, or are you a digital planner? So it's like you get your calendar and it's set up for the month, but you realize I need more space to elaborate. I got a lot going on. I got 50 kids. I need to, you know, I got so much going on. So it's like, um, what kind of planner are you? If you have a lot going on and your day kind of changes um, from day to day sometimes with the things that you have to do, then you might want to try daily planning where you just have that in front of you. You can see what your tasks are. It could be a list. Also, are you a lister? Or are you like some people like lists and they like to check it off, like to check off the list? Or do you just want to see it and, and go along as you, you know, by the hour? 
So we have hourly planners, we have daily planners, and then it's the week where you can literally open up the one page and it's the full week layout. And you can just take a glance at the important things that are, you know, um, looming for the week. And then it's the month, what things are due for the month. Um, for me, I'm like a combination of all of that. Um, but I'm a daily planner. I like to plan the day and see what's in front of me because that's too much. I do, <laughs> I do, um, do the weekly so I can see what's coming up. Um, so I stay on course with that, but day to day keeps me accountable for what is in front of me right here, right now today. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned how you have to know what kind of planner you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times, just in life in general, we try to do the things that everyone else is doing or try yeah. to do it the way that everyone else is doing it. But such a large part of our life is learning who we are and how we are put together and how we function. And so it made me think also when you were sharing like I'm sitting here, like I'm taking all the notes, but also I have to realize that this is this is a journey to, uh -huh. to also discovering who you are. And sometimes I myself don't want to take the journey. I just want to figure it out right now. Like I'm like, well, if Lenita is a daily planner, then I'm going to do exactly what Lenita does. And, you know, I'm just going to checklist it out and do it. And then it doesn't work for me because I'm not taking a journey of self-discovery, really, I'm like just trying to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. And I find that whenever humanity tries to fix things, <laughs> we tend to like not fix mm -hmm. <laughs> we tend to <laughs> like, So sometimes it's like, God is like, walk with me. I, literally in, in Faith Mama University, we are doing a read through the Bible. Yes. The we've done first two days and today, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't read it yet, we're reading uh, Genesis five through eight. And in there we see two men, Enoch and Noah, and they had a different relationship with God. And it says that they walked with God. Like that was the difference between everyone else and they're rushing around trying to get their own things done. And Noah and Enoch, it said they walked with God. God. And I think a lot of times it's like, do we want to take that walk with God? Even with our planning, it's like, no, I just, I need to figure this out. Well, okay. Why don't you take the walk with God to learn more about yourself, even through this planning journey? So when you said that, yeah. like learning what type of planner you are, I never even thought about that. I was like. Mm -hmm. Cause then we wind up buying all the things. Girl, I got all the things. You want me to show? Uh, listen, <laughs> it's like, okay, I got 12 planners and ain't none of them working. Why? Because you haven't found your zhuzh. What is it that, you know, gets the needle moving for you? What is it that helps me to be motivated, to set it in place? And not just motivation, because motivation is not enough. It's what is it that actually calls me to action and I start to work on that. So you gotta, you gotta figure out what works best for you. Cause for me monthly, I like to write it out. So for the month, we put the things that happen in the month when the bills are due, if there's appointments, um, 
just anything that's basic and standard that kind of happens and you know that's coming, you know, that's how you plan your month. Sometimes week to week changes. Well, this week we're off of school and work. So it looks very different than the other weeks. And, you know, on this week, it's like, I got to do this, this and that, or this project is due at work, or, you know, the kids are doing a special thing on this day. So that's what the week looks like. And then day to day, who knows what, but there's, there's, so I learned from, um, her name is A. Renee or Adrian Ross and her channel is Journal Jat and Jive. She's on Instagram. She is my mentor. I love her. She, um, she just lets us know like how you need to set up your structure so that you can know yourself and know what kind of planner you are, um, so that you can start to, um, like, be more successful in what it is that you plan to do. Because sometimes we just, we just keep like buying a million things and thinking it's going to work. And, you know, it doesn't, sometimes you got to really, you know, get to know yourself and move forward with that. Wow. I mean, I'm loving all these tips. Like everybody here is saying like, these tips are awesome. Like you're dropping gems, you're dropping names. Hey, Renee, I wrote it on here. Journal. Oh, journal. I love her. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, go back through this and also link these things in the description box. And if you're listening to it through podcast, I'll link them in the show notes as well. Um, Allison says, it's a journey for all of us. This carries into any area. And she says, grace is important. And so I love the fact that you even mentioned that you, you bought things that you don't use or didn't work out for you. And I know that like, I'm literally looking at so many planner books that I've bought that I'm like, well, that didn't work. Well, that didn't work. And you know what I end up doing? I end up blaming myself because I'm not trying to take a journey. I'm trying to solve the problem. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just a horrible planner. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, why is it so easy for everybody else and not for me? And, And I realize when I do that, it's only because I want to solve it. Like, and I get hard on myself because I've bought all these things as opposed to being like, well, that just didn't work for me because like I, that's the, man, this is such a good conversation because that's the thing. I never figure out why it didn't work for me. Like Mm -hmm. I never sit down and say, why didn't this work? Like, I'm always like, it didn't work because I'm, I'm not a good planner. But like part of that journey is why did this not work? Like, what is it about this particular planner that didn't connect with me so that I can find something that does work for me? Like, this is amazing. Okay. I know we got to get through these questions because there's some people in the comments that got some questions. So I'm going through my questions so I can jump into some of them questions. They are good. <laughs> um, so then I'm going to jump to this question. How can you make planning fun? Like when I look at your planning it looks like so much fun. Like, I'm like, you got stickers. And yeah. it's like, how do you make planning fun? And one of the things that I personally like about your planners that I've seen, this is just me personally. I know it's a personal thing, which is part of me learning myself now. I like that you, it seems functional. Like I've seen some planners where I'm like, it looks like a coloring page. I'm like, how do you read what you planned? Like with all this colors and stuff, but yours is like really pretty and it looks like fun, but it also looks like it actually is getting something done. So like, how do you make it fun? Yes, all the things. (laughs) (laughs) That's what works for me. Mm -hmm. So how you make your planner fun is actually customizing it to you. 
What's your taste? What do you like? What is going to keep drawing you back to come to this planner? Which when it's in front of you, you can't help but to see the plan that you've set up for yourself. So for me, it's washi, it's highlighters, it's stickers, it's, you know, rhinestones and all the things, right? But for somebody else, it may just be a picture of their kids. Because remember, we're talking about the who and the why. And so that's why I put scriptures in my planner. That's why I pick a theme for the week or a word for the day or a theme for the month. What does this month look like? If you look at my recent post that I put in the um, the app, it's give it some gas. So that's the theme I'm going with for this week in the new year. It's okay to give it some gas so you can move forward. We're not going to stay stuck. And like you said, thinking about what didn't work or it must be me. I'm a horrible planner. Let me just give up. No, we want to give ourselves grace. We want to give ourselves the permission to move forward in spite of what hasn't worked. So it may not be working out well, but I'm still giving it gas with God leading me so that I can get to what does work. Right. So we got to keep trying it. We got to keep it's a process and it's a journey. Everything that we do. Oh, I don't remember the scriptures that I said I was going to remember with my memory verses. Okay, let's keep writing them. That doesn't mean you're going to stop. Rewrite that over sometimes in my because I had like a little pocket planner where I just do memory scriptures so that these are the scriptures that I'm focusing on for the week. And it may be due to something that I'm going through or something that I want to see or promises that I want to remember that the Lord has said to me. And so each day I just write out a scripture. Sometimes I write them out for the week. Sometimes I just write them as the day goes. And you may hear something um, and then you put it in the planner and then it's like, I'm focusing on that. A lot of times when our emotions are connected to the scripture, we remember it better because it helped us get through that time or it helped me to know who I am a little bit more because I was a little bit confused in my identity or I felt lost or whatever it is. And so that scripture helped me to know. Or like for me, I learned first Peter five and nine um, to pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ because we're all going through the same things at the same time times. And so when we went just different people were talking about things that they were going through and that scripture helped me to remember. And funny thing, um, I was writing um, one of the scriptures out and I think it was on the B one that I did just B. I don't know if you guys saw that in the app, but I messed up on the scripture. So it was first Corinthians 16, 14 is do everything in love, right? And I'm, I made it 1 Corinthians 16, 4. And I was like, oh, man, I messed the scripture up. And I had to go back and fix it and add the one in. Because of all that, a mistake, it helped me to learn that scripture. And I'll never forget it. So it's certain things like that that help you to know, like, it's okay to not have it all together. It's okay that we make mistakes or we're learning along the way. It's not a fail. You're just figuring out what doesn't work. So, yeah. So do it for you. Do whatever you like. If you just, you might be a planner, even a planner. Oh, I don't need a planner. That's too much. Or I don't need all those stickers and all of that. That doesn't work for me. The point is, to set the plan with God at the head, leading the way so that you can adjust and, you know, do what you need to do for your day. 
It's your day, your life, your planner that God is leading. And so it may just be a piece of paper for you, right? You get a notepad, rip a piece of paper, you do your brain dump or your list or whatever you have to do for the day. It may be something like an actual notebook. You use a notebook, this is what works for me. Or maybe I actually need a planner in my hand. Or maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe I just need my phone. Whatever it is that works for you, because he has created us all different, all special, fearfully and wonderfully. And so what makes you wonderful is great. And what makes me wonderful is great. We have to figure out what it is that the Lord wants me to do with the gifts and the, the wiring of my mind, how that works. So like you said, it's not about comparing. It's not about, well, let me do it her way or let me try it this way. It's about, hey, God, what works for me? How have you wired me to set up what it is that I need to do to get my life together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is so good. And Allison also mentioned that all this advice that you're sharing translates, right? It's not just for planners, but also for health and wellness. Like yes. it's the same concept. It's like, you know, what works for one person may not work for another person. And even the concept of mistakes in like, or or as, as Bailey says, mistakes in quotes, like mistakes aren't always mistakes. They, a lot of times they teach us, they grow us, they change us, they transform us. And it just, all of this is taking me back to that concept of walk with God. Like this whole human experience here is a journey, even our planning. Like if we look at everything as, you know, something to fix as opposed to a journey to take, it does change the way we interact with it. Um, And so for me, it's just making the, changing the mindset too is like, this is a journey that I'm taking to learn what type of planner I am. And the same thing goes, I think this is the longest that I've probably been on a health and wellness journey. And that's because I started thinking of it as a journey, like some, something shifted where I wasn't like, I got to lose this weight right now. And then when I didn't lose it the next week, I was like, forget it. I didn't do it. I failed. But when I started being like, it's a journey, there's days where I just have off days and then I'll be like, oh man, had an off day, but then I just get up and keep moving forward the next day. And I think the same thing, it just, I never thought about planning in that way until now. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe yesterday, the way I tried to plan didn't work, or maybe the planner that I'm using doesn't work for me, but just get up and try something again the next mm-hmm. day. Man, that's so good. Okay. I'm going to jump here because this question is so good, y'all. Um, what are the three key ingredients to successful execution of your plans. Salt and pepper. So it's S. <laughs> I love it. Wait, wait, let me get my notes. I... Hold on. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. I love acronyms, right? I love it. This is it's, awesome. It's salt and pepper. S N, not N like I N, but N, just like the group. Salt and pepper. Okay. So S N P. The S, you need a system. We just talked about that. What works for me? Am I a daily planner? Am I a weekly planner? Am I a monthly planner? Do I just need to look at my year? Um, do I need a, a notebook? Do I need a, a piece of paper? Do I need a loose leaf or a marble composition notebook? What kind of planner are you? Get a system, figure it out, and that is what you go with, what feels good, where you see yourself moving, you know, f- moving that needle forward. The N 
no excuses. No excuses. So you have to, again, we talked about this. Remember your why. Remember your who. And when you remember that, then you move forward. Because a lot of times, because we talked about having grace. And that's great. We need to give ourselves grace and we need to give other people grace. But at the same time, in giving that grace, he also knows who he created you to be. And a lot of times we use it, and for myself too, is we're lazy or we don't feel like it or it's too much and we're not trying and we're not putting the work in. So a lot of times because we don't want to put that work in, we just say, oh, the Lord knows my heart. He does know your heart, but he also knows what he put inside of that heart and what he put inside of your brain and what he put inside of you, period, um, your mojo, who you are, who you're designed to be. And so we can do it with his leading, with his help. As we focus back on number one, our who and our why, it lets us um, eliminate those excuses and we are able to put it into practice, right? So that's the S, that's the N. And the P is to prepare. You got to prep. You got to be, we talked about that too. Prep, plan, put it into practice. Those five P's that we talked about. So if you do those three things, it'll help change your mindset because things shift our mindsets. In the morning when we plan to wake up and we plan to be um, aware and available and alert for mornings with Jesus, we get so much out of it. Because a lot of times we might be tired, you might still be in the bed, you're in the shower, you're getting the kids ready, or maybe you made it so that you have enough time to sit down with some coffee, some tea, a notebook, and you're actually engaged and ready. That's when I'm at my best. When I actually plan the day and I say, hey, tomorrow this is what I want to do. So that means tonight I got to get these kids to bed. We got to get on track. That means if I want to get them to bed early, then I need to make sure as soon as we get in, we do homework. As If the homework is done, then I need to make sure while they're doing their homework, I'm cooking dinner because that never stops. Mommy, mommy, I'm hungry. Right? It's like, what? You ain't feed yourself. <laughs> I thought I'd... Look. So it's a whole cycle, right? So if I want to wake up early for mornings with Jesus, then I have to plan the night before. I got to get my kids straight. I got to get me straight. I got to set up, you know, put your, get your bag prepared for the next day. You got to get the kids stuff ready, get their stuff in their book bag. So we're not scrambling. And then we need to go to bed at a good time so that we can wake up early enough to be able to engage and spend the first parts of our day with the Lord. And as I'm preparing with the Lord and he's preparing my heart and revealing, giving revelation and opening doors and helping me see scriptures that I didn't see before or see it in a way that I didn't see it before. Now I can actually um, look at the day from a different perspective. And now I'm equipped. He's giving me some tools. So we, we might be talking about patience. And then you, we're not talking about patience so that we can feel good and, oh, we learned about patience today. No, because then when you got to work, somebody tried you, right? So somebody tried you at work. So now, because I took the time to put God first and to start my day with him, I'm equipped with more of what he wants for me, which is to look like Jesus which is to um, exude those fruits of the spirit, 
And when I don't know what they are, the Holy Spirit will teach me and remind me of what he has taught me, what he's already said, so that I can do what? Look more like him. And as I look more like him, I'm able to present and show up differently. And all it could be at the grocery store, it could be at work, it could be at your kid's school, it doesn't matter. It could be, you know, a family member, whoever it is that you're coming in contact with, now you look a little bit differently. When Moses went up and he spent time with the Lord, he came down and his face was bright. He looked differently because he spent time with the Lord. And so we want to look differently. And as we look differently and people start to see that our perspective change and our mind is actually showing and what we do, well, now they're curious. And so it brings them back to possibly asking that question. What's different about her? You ain't get mad. You ain't frustrated. Well, what you got going on? And so it brings us, it opens up doors to do what we've been talking about, to reconcile people back to Christ. I follow Transformation Church as well. And so it's about representing God to the lost and found for transformation in Christ. So how do we represent God? By spending time with him and getting that download from Holy Spirit of a new way, a different way to go about our day a new way to look before people, a new way to respond. We don't respond in anger. We don't respond hastily, but in love. And we respond with um, humility. So these are the things that we're learning as we take that time to spend with the Lord. And as we do that, he downloads things into us that we can present to other people so that they can reconcile back to him. That's what it's all about. Amen. Y'all type your questions in because I've seen some of them, but if I haven't asked them, please type them in. I want to say, I love how you tied the mission of discipleship back to planning. Like how often do we not think about this connection? Because the, the, the truth of the matter is I can come into the year of 2022 and say, well, I desire a deeper relationship with God, or I desire to um, to share God with more of my friends and family, or you know, I desire to walk through life with more patience and with more peace, or I desire to lose weight or get in shape or what have you. Um, but if we're not taking the time to sit with the Lord and 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 have the Lord show us even the plan for the year, the focus is for the year, then we're just, we just have a whole bunch of little dreams that we got, but yeah. no plan. And I know a thing or two about having uh, quite a bit of dreams and things that I want to do, but never actually sitting before the Lord and actually letting God just show me a plan, like things to do. And then I love, Allison said something earlier when you had mentioned the highlighters, like, highlighting things um, on one of the, when you talked about uh, preview and you said that you can do like a color code for your list dump that you did and you can do a color code. And Allison said that that helps you to see how balanced you are. And it helps you to see that, hey, are the things that are on my list actually lining up with the things that God is leading me to? So like, if it's, if it's a desire of mine, to spend time with God, 
But then when I look at my list dump, it literally doesn't have like there's one thing highlighted that has anything to do with God and everything else has to do with everything else. Then that is a good indicator that, hey, I may need to change some things on the coming week to make sure that I'm actually doing things that go in that direction. Like I'm studying the Bible. I have time for prayer. I, you know, things like that. And another thing is for me, you just hit on the concept of discipleship and how we're getting out into the world and representing Christ. I love that transformation church says that because I don't, I, you know, as a stay, as a stay at home mom, I don't get out much. So I, but as a stay at home mom, I don't get out much, but it's a desire of mine to go out and to talk to people that don't know Christ about Christ. So it's like, Okay, that's a desire of yours, but where is it in your plan? Because you know that as a stay-at-home mom, you don't get out like that. So how, like, are there times in your plan that it is? So it just makes me think about bringing, literally really bringing God and the, the desires and passions he's placed inside of you, bringing him into your planning time. Like, this is so amazing. Like, I'm not the only one that thinks so. I see so many comments from people that are saying this is awesome and this is really helping them. I know that um, Shanda, we're going to close in a few moments, but I know that Shanda had a question. She was wondering if you have any recommendations or can point her in any direction for like digital planners or online or on the phone things. Um, do you have any thoughts or ideas about that or even where we can research or find out more? Yeah. So I Google, but <laughs> I <laughs> That's your friend. <laughs> I, I just use the calendar that's in my phone. And I find that the color coordinating, that's actually a strategy that I got from um, Journal Jot and John. The color coordinating with your dump, you, then you can put it into your planner with those same colors. So for me, I wasn't a digital planner. I like books in my hand. Like I still buy books. And me and my kids still go to the library. Like we still, we love, as you can see, we love books, right? And so I would actually like to have it in my hand, but I started planning digitally because it kind of goes hand in hand where it's like a quick reference. So I just lose the calendar in my phone and you can actually go on your um, calendar. You can color coordinate things. You can set up recurring um, things that are going on. So you don't have to keep doing this every day or every week, every month. You can just set it up recurring and then you can just make it, you know, your own. I know that there are a couple of apps for it, but I've never used them, but I can look some up and then you can um, put it in for her. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so anything you find, I'll definitely add it to the, the show yeah. notes. So make sure y'all check out those show notes because uh, within the next little bit of time, I'll add some information in there. Allison gives a pretty cool tip. She says, I'm a visual person. Before my walk with God, I drew a tree and each branch represented an area in my life. My tree looked so unbalanced. I could see where I needed to grow in other areas. That is a really cool yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, that's a really cool project to draw the tree and kind of see. And Donita says to Shanda, you can actually create color coding in Google calendars too. Yeah, kind of like yes. what you're saying. Even um, even can make a different calendar from multiple things on the same account. So that's awesome for those digital planners out there or for those of us like me that are still trying to figure out what kind of planner you are. These are all amazing, amazing tips. And there's so many good, so much good stuff that's in the comments um that are here lynn says there is a christian planner by amy knapp and that's a nice one if you are a weekly monthly planner person 
Um, on the left side, it has a shopping list that is perfect to go to the store. Um, if you don't want to take your planner, uh, you could take out the right side of the column. That's really cool. So there's like a ton of planners out here, um, yeah. a ton of different options, which is pretty amazing. Um, and I love that, Lanita, you opened our eyes to really just walking this journey out with God. Um, and for me, I realized, hey, Mornings with Jesus works really well for me because I do it every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, so one of the things about my personality is that I stick to things I do regularly. That's just me. So if that's you too, if you find that Mornings with Jesus has changed your life, it's probably because you started doing something every day. And if that's the case, mm-hmm. it makes me think that use that same concept that you know about yourself of doing things every day help. Use that same concept in planning. For me, it makes me think maybe I'm more of a daily planner um, because I would try to plan for the month. Girl, I would even try to plan for the year. Real talk. I would try to plan for the year. I'd be like, can I just make a plan that's perfect, that will last me the entire year? And then by day two, I'm like, it doesn't work. And everything is falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) but the more that you talk, I'm realizing something about myself. The things that tend to work for me are things I do consistently. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though in my mind, I'm like, do I really want to sit down and plan every day? But I'm like, but that works for me. Like sitting down and doing something every day works for me. Even if it's just a little bit, like I think about the gym or going and getting, uh, going to the gym. I wouldn't, I struggle to work out when I'm not doing it regularly. Like if I'm doing it like this day of this month and then I do better, even if it's a, even if it's just like, I'm going and I'm just going to walk on the treadmill. Like I do better when I like do something, little something every day to remind myself, Dominique, this is what you do every single day. Ah, this is so awesome. This is so so good. Like it's about becoming right. It's not about arriving. We're never going to, you're never as a Christian going to arrive to a certain place. It's always he's going to continually be teaching us and showing us and revealing and putting us in different paths of different people. And so as long as you know you're becoming, um, then you're okay. Give yourself grace, but don't let grace abound because you know what he put in you. So you can get it done. But, you know, it's just like, let me just be human and be still and let him, so being still, it's, I think Allison put it in, that I forgot how she put it. Allison, can you put it in the chat, is what you said about being still, where you can actually just let God be God, and, and the, everything else, once you, it's back to the who and the why, and then everything else will kind of just fall into place, Um, but as you're becoming, it's about small habits. I follow somebody else, Joshua Ezzy, and one of the things that he said was, um, healing happens when habits change and that goes in conjunction like everything everybody I follow it all just connects right and then it connects back to God healing happens when habits change if you read the book Atomic Habits it's not about the big things that we're changing like you said I want to change the year this is how I want my year to look well, what does this morning look like? What does this afternoon look like? What about tomorrow? How about Friday? What about Sunday? What about um, the end of the quarter, you know, end of March? 
What does that look like before you get to the year? So Atomic Habits by James Clear, it helps you to build slowly, smallly, which is atomic, back down to the cellular basic level. What are the things that you need to start working on to make you um, the person you want to be? Like you said, the goal is I want to lose 50 pounds. And when we're not the next day, when we haven't lost 50 pounds, we're like, well, I give up. I guess I'm not going to lose the 50 pounds. No. Well, what steps, what small actionable steps did you put in place to get to losing the 50 pounds? Mm -hmm. Because it's not about losing the weight, because if you don't build and maintain some habit and structure, small things, then you're just going to reverse if you haven't built up, you know, this is who I am. Like you said, you know who you are when you continue to do things every day and it's consistent and it's a habit. Mm -hmm. So when you build that, it says in the book, like, it's not, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. It needs to be, I want to be a healthy person. Or I need to clean my whole house up before the new year and make sure all the clothes are washed and this and that. Well, can it just be, I want to be a tidier person? Or I want to be a person that just washes my dishes every night. How about we start with that? I'm a person that vacuums the floor a few times a week. How about we plug that in? I forget if it's Marie Kondo or whoever talked about doing a, a fifth, like a 15 minute, I call it around the house, a clean sweep. Just get, you know, like a, a 15 minute quick tidy, get your stuff, put it back. You know, just where we, we think, oh, this is another thing. It's not all or nothing, right? I just watched that from um, Cass from Clutterbug. She's like a, a organizer. I love, I love Cass. Yay. <laughs> she, um, she talked about it's not all or nothing. And I think that's what you were doing too with planning. Well, it's not all working. So it's all out the window. It's not like that. So sometimes it's like, oh, I'll get that later. I'll fold those clothes later. I'll put the dishes away later. I'll get to this. Well, it's so much. I'll just wait till my day off on Saturday and do it all. Well, it's not going to get done like that because you're overexerting, becoming overwhelmed, and then we give up and it's still a pile over there. It's still a mess over there and nothing's got, nothing's taken care of. And so when we actually um, do start to change our habits so that we can heal, and the first habit is to seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all these other things will be added. So as I make a habit of seeking God every day on my own, reading a proverb a day, or, you know, reading a gospel a month, got that from Joshua Ezzy, or mornings with Jesus every day in community, or my lunch break. That's another thing we have to schedule in. You gotta, y'all remember on Toy Story when he wrote on um, Buzz's uh, shoe at the bottom and it said, Andy and Witty, and one of them said, in permanent ink. <laughs> Look, we gotta, it's okay to pencil things in, but what if we pen it in? Mm. What if you pen in every day at one o'clock? That's when I go talk to God. This is my lunch break. I choose to at one o'clock go read wherever he leads me or I'm going to continue reading the proverb from this morning or I'm going to reread some of those key notes from mornings with Jesus that really caught my eye. Because we give everything else priority. Mm. 
like on Sunday. Um, I'm not going to go in-person service today because it's raining. So I'm just going to catch it online. But tomorrow on Monday, you didn't call out from work. You went to work. Your kids are not going to stay home from school because it's raining. So we have to treat God the same way and plug him in in pen and say, this is my non-negotiable because we have to start a routine, right? It's your schedule. A Renee taught me your schedule and your routine are two different things. Your schedule is subject to change, which means every day um, at work, you have a task. You may have to check voicemails, check emails. That's your routine at work. At home, your routine is you get up, you get dressed, you know, you, you, you set things up for the morning, you have coffee. That's your routine. Your schedule may change. And so we need to make God not on our schedule. God needs to be a part of our daily routine. Every morning at six, I'm in mornings with Jesus. Every day at one o'clock, I take lunch with God. I take a walk with God. Every evening at nine o'clock, I journal in my prayer journal. Whatever it looks like for you, you have to make God a part of your routine and not your schedule subject to change. And so when we seek him first and we, we go to him, that's when we develop that habit. It's I have a habit of spending time with the Lord, searching for him, seeking. And so that things can change because he said that if you come to me and you repent and you, you turn from your wicked ways, then I'll heal your land. So healing happens when habits change. So if you change your habit of making him an option and making him a part of the schedule, let's get back to the routine and put him at the head of it. And then the habits that I have will begin to change to look more like what he wants me to look like so that we can bring people back to Christ because they see something different. And now I'm causing them to want to know, how can I get in on this? Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. Getting back to God first, your who and your why. Ma'am, how is it possible that you dropped gems all the way to the end? Like it was like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, you, you got to see my notes. Actually, you probably shouldn't because it's a whole big mess and I'm going to go back and do it. And I can just see my cousin Janice right now when she's watching this on the replay, like, I missed it live. Like, I just feel like <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, because this was so absolutely amazing. And I know that we've got to go, but this was so good. This is one Tiffany, of those. Gotta, I know you can go, but. <laughs> I know we got to go, but you know how I do. But like, I'm thinking, I'm going to listen to this over and over and over again. Like this has, this is really impacting my life. And I'm so grateful. And I see so many people like what Donita said, Lanita, pin over <laughs> pencil. I'm done over here. I can see Donita right now. Like, oh, yes, come on. This is so good. That's what Sheree does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Donita says, I'll be rewatching this all year long. You and me both, sis. It is so much. It's so many tools. It's so many books. It's so many people. And then God just uses because we're not made alone. And so that's why it's good for us to listen because everything that I'm sharing, God has showed me himself. It's a part of who I am. And it's a part of what I've learned through other people, resources, different things. I mean, we could just sit here and talk all day long, like about all of this stuff. So 
I love it. I love it. This is so awesome, y'all. But we really are going to go and we really are going to pray out. I want to let you know, we mentioned it a couple of times about Mornings with Jesus. If you have no idea what we're talking about is where we come together here on YouTube or on Facebook or on the app. And we come together and we study God's word every morning um, at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is super early Pacific, which is, you know, we got some Pacific sisters that are waking up at like 3 a.m. to join. I'm like, whoa. That is commitment, but, yes. but it, it, it is um, a time where we can come together and study the word. So if that is something you're interested in, we are actually going to um, jump into studying the word again, jump into Mornings with Jesus for 2022 on January 10th. We're actually going to have a prayer morning on January 7th, which is a Friday um, at 6 a.m. I already see Lenita done wrote it down uh, <laughs> January 7th at 6 a.m. Um, the Faith Mamas prayer team will be coming together um, to launch us into the new year of studying the Bible with prayer. So go ahead and join us January 7th at 6 a.m. And then we'll be jumping into the book of Exodus. This is our first time really studying a Old Testament book um, together online. I'm just, I'm excited to see where God takes us. And feel free in the in the description, you can click to sign up for the 2022 Mornings with Jesus Challenge. Um, yes, this was awesome. Yes, so many people are saying this is awesome. Shanda says, this has been really good and we'll definitely come back to listen. I'm color coding my digital calendar now. Come on. Yes. <laughs> that is so awesome. All right, Lenita, I'm gonna ask you, would you be willing to pray us out today? Absolutely. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing your daughters together today so that we can learn what it is that you want us to learn, God. And it's learning that we have it within us in order to be able to plan our days. Why? Because we seek you first. So God, let us remember in everything that we do to come to you first, to make you a priority, to make you a part of our routine. You are the routine, God. And everything that we do, everywhere that we go, every encounter that we have, you are the center of our life, God. We don't want to put you in the middle of our plans and what we have going on, but we want you at the center so that everything springs forth from you, God. Help us to understand who you designed us to be, who you have wonderfully created and structured us to be from our mother's womb. It's certain things about us that are naturally um, attracted to certain things. So God, let us use those, th those giftings in our planning, God. Let us see what it is that you want us to see. Let us write it all down and prepare pair it, put it, plug it in and put it where it needs to go. And then God put it into action, Lord. We know that with you, we can do all things because you give us the strength to be able to do them, God. So let us remove excuses and remove the spirit of laziness. We rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus and procrastination, God. Let us continue to come to you so that we can put things into action and do what it is that you have called us to do, which is to spread the gospel throughout the world. And we need to put that into our plans and let us have some white spaces on our calendars, in our planners, so that we can take that time to spend with you, to regroup, to rest, to recharge. God, even you rested. So as we plan all of the things, let us not forget how important rest is and balance, God. And so we want to make sure as we color coordinate that one color is not outweighing any of the other colors, God. But the only color that we want to outweigh is the one that is connected to the spiritual things that you have us to do, which is connecting with you and connecting with your people, God. Everything that we do, we want to do it in love. So let us remember 
that as we pull out our calendars, our pens, our papers, our stickers, and all the things, or maybe just a sheet of paper, whatever it is, God, we know that you are with us and that we can do all things through you because you give us the strength to do it, God. I bless my sisters right now and all of the families and the households and the businesses and everything that they represent that's attached to them and connected to them so that they can continue to do well and to be successful, God, because we know that when preparation meets opportunity, then success is bound to happen. And we want to be successful in walking the life that's worthy of the calling that you've placed on our life. So God, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I want to ask you guys, please, to like, comment, share. Emphasis on share this. Comment, subscribe, share. All the things, right? (laughs) And make sure you share this. Put it on your social media platforms. Share it in the app. Let somebody know, hey, y'all, y'all missed it. You make make sure that you come and join in. And Mm -hmm. do me another big, big favor, because this has been being, this has been a great thing. Do me another big, big favor, which is to go back to this video and write your big takeaways, because this is an hour long and some people may not get through the whole hour but might see your big takeaways and it encourages them to go jump in and and check it out so make sure you go back to the comments and write those we love you guys so much i look forward to hearing from you and seeing how this has impacted your life and we will talk again soon bye for now